And we have a winner of that uh, limited edition full-size U of M Wolverine football, only one of 5,000. Jerry Grimm from Milford is our winner. Congrats, Jerry. Congrats. And you can also purchase uh, one of these uh, fabulous uh, footballs, and, you know, it raises funds for the Extra Yard for Teachers, which is the official charity of the CFP, and it will uh, raise thousands of dollars for needy school teachers throughout the state of Michigan. Go to NIKCOsports.com, NIKCOsports.com, NIKCOsports.com. Lloyd, we've been talking about this winter storm, the first major snowfall of 2024, the state bracing for it. Uh, Some areas in the state, maybe 10 to 14 inches, not here in Metro Detroit, but there's going to be wind gusts. My guess is that's a problem also for crews. So let's bring in Chris Laird, Vice President of Electric Operations at Consumers Energy. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Lloyd. So there was a little bit of a snowfall just recently, so it seems like you're, you got a little taste. Yeah, we sure did. We, uh, we've had a little bit of our first taste of winter weather here over the past couple of days. We've got the majority of our customers restored. Uh, saw a statewide event with some wet, heavy snow and a little bit of wind all over the state. So we are uh, close to cleaning all that up and having our crews get refreshed and ready to go today again. And Chris, you know, when you talk about this storm that's coming in now, I mean, you're dealing with the heavy, wet snow and high winds. So that's a kind of a bad mix right there. Yeah, it sure is. Um, but we're prepared for it. We've got 400 crews from nine different states that uh, are either here or will be here momentarily. In addition to the great women and men of consumers that are already here out in the field, pre-staged, ready to go, or in the office locations. We've got an additional 375 forestry crews ready because the wet, heavy snow really takes a toll on the trees. Limbs come down, branches come down, take our lines down. So those crews are also important for our line crews to be able to restore power. Consumers Energy is Michigan's largest energy provider. So you provide natural gas and electricity to 6.7 million in the state. So we may not be getting the heaviest of the snow here, but this is why you have to be very prepared because you, you service everybody. Yeah, that's true, Jamie. You know, we have natural gas in the Detroit area and have electric in the surrounding area on the outskirts of Detroit, but cover the rest of the lower peninsula from an electric perspective. Um, We mobilize our resources all over the state, so everybody's ready to move and go where they need to in order to safely restore. You know, and Lloyd, you mentioned the combination of the wind and snow. One of the big issues is going to be visibility and road conditions. And, And one ask that we have is just If you have to get out and travel, please slow down. If you see our crews working on the shoulder of the road, please slow down, give them some extra space, go around them so that they can safely restore power when they're out there working in these conditions. And and Chris, you know, when the the, the storm comes, if lines come down, people lose power, uh, the weather, the temperatures are going to be dropping as well. And some people have generators, you know, to, to... keep the electricity back on, but you have to be safe with the generators too, because you don't want to get carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, that's very true, Lloyd. We want to make sure that if you're using a generator, using it appropriately, do not keep it inside a garage or a building. Make sure you've got it outside, well ventilated uh, to make sure that you're reducing and eliminating that risk of any carbon monoxide. So please keep those outside. Again, if you see down lines, power lines, please call us, 1-800-477-5050. 
Make sure you're staying 25 feet away from those. We'll get out as quickly as we can to um, make sure we make that scene safe and uh, make sure that we're restoring power. You know, another message I want to share, this event we just had was a little over 100,000 uh, customers that were out, and we had 99% of those restored within 24 hours. And that's why we're bringing in resources from nine different states to help our folks so that we're prepared and can quickly and safely restore power for folks. Chris, how does that work when there's this massive snowstorm blanketing the entire U.S.? How do you get your crews? Yeah, so we reach out early. We work with a lot of um, storm contractors. We've got a lot of great contractors in the state of Michigan. So we run forecast models. We work with meteorologists to determine what's the impact going to be, region, duration, and then we have calculations that we can figure out how many crews do we need to restore them in a certain amount of time. We also have the ability to ask for additional resources, and we are having those conversations this morning as we continue to prepare. Just one final question. There's these tips for people when you have severe weather coming, including charge all electronic devices, have an emergency kit that includes flashlights and extra batteries. That's a maybe. Some people might do that. But the end, unplug sensitive electronics like TVs, computers, and printers. I don't think people do that. I think you're watching TV and then your power goes out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I think the big piece is make sure that your electronic devices are charged up so that you can get alerts. Uh, safety alerts, and then also outage alerts for folks that are signed up to leverage our app. Um, You know, make sure that you're fueling your vehicles, make sure you've got an emergency kit, you've got blankets, everything else that's out. Really unplugging your sensitive electronics as if the power goes out and there's any kind of surge, it can cause damage to them. So we want to make sure we're protecting that for folks as well. Um, But please make sure that you're being safe. Make sure that, again, with the generators, you're using those outside. Don't run a vehicle in a garage. Make sure you're back in the vehicles outside of the garage to run those if you're using that to warm up. But rest assured, we've got over a thousand employees in the building right now that are ready to respond, contact center reps, our dispatchers, in addition to the women and men out in the field that are ready to go, and our uh, our friends from nine different states that are going to be here. We are prepared, we are ready, and we will safely and efficiently work to minimize any disruption to power for folks. Well, that's certainly reassuring. We thank you, Chris Laird, Vice President of Electron Electric Operations for Consumers Energy. Uh, good luck this weekend. Thank you very much. It's going to be, uh, it's, it's, it's going to, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be as messy down here as it's going to be uh, west and north. I, I agree. I don't think we're going to get hit as hard, but the winds might be a problem. That's the issue. But it's nice to know that they are thinking ahead. Yeah. They have those those uh, crews from nine states. So appreciate that. So listen. <laughs> there is a, a a Detroit man who is facing charges after he grabbed two flight attendants on a plane headed for Orlando and asked if they wanted to join the Mile High Club. Oh, Lord. You know, so FBI task force officers responded to a Spirit Airline gate at Orlando International Airport on January 6th, around 10 in the morning, in response to a disruptive passenger on board the plane flying from Kentucky to Orlando. Officers were told that James Finister initially asked the lead flight attendant if she wanted to join the Mile High Club during the flight. He had an interaction with another female flight attendant and grabbed her, asking if she wanted to join the Mile High Club. The flight attendant was able to free herself from uh, Finister's grip and reported the incident to her flight supervisor. Finister also asked the flight attendant questions about entering the aircraft cockpit. Oh, you so, can't do that. No, that, that's that's a that's a no no. He said uh, basically he 
um, had a few uh, alcoholic beverages to calm his nerves before the flight, and so that's why he was. Yeah, that's no excuse. Acting, you cannot grab in anyone inappropriate. Do I, not approve. I mean, no, that's number one, and then number two, you're on the plane. We see what happened on that Alaska airline plane, and luckily, no one died from that when the yeah. door blew off. You just don't get up and do those things. No, absolutely. Again, do not approve of that. I do approve, however, of the largest crowd to watch a professional women's hockey game ever. Uh, They packed the XL Energy Center on Saturday. More than 13,000 fans attended the PWHL Minnesota's home opener, and they saw a 3-0 win against Montreal. Uh, I like this because this is a brand-new league, Professional Women's Hockey League, and it seems like they are getting some support so I really appreciate that. This is a first-year league, and the attendance record is absolutely great news. That's good, and I hope that just continues. Absolutely. All right, coming up on JR Morning, we're going to talk about the auto show moving back to January. Yes. We'll see how that decision was made next.